just me or is it getting crazier out there? Dino Media. Hey everybody, what's going on? Wait. Welcome back. Here we are again mm -hmm. with uh, me, me and Ted are just in this love-hate kind of thing going on lately with movies, and you know, I, I think next week we got you something. Pick we hey, <laughs> this was okay. Ted has a different opinion than me. Uh, Haunted Honeymoon, mm -hmm. uh, 1986. Is that what year this was from? 86. Yeah, 1986, and uh, it felt more like 88 to me. It was. It was written, directed by Gene Wilder. And you can um, tell. And, and I'll talk a little bit of why I love it so much and why I like it and why I wanted to do I'm this. I'm very interested. Because I really, it. I love it so much that I kind of wanted Ted to like it, but... Well, I didn't go in not wanting to like it. I figured as long as it's not Mel Brooks, well, okay, yeah, but who I don't really care for. It's similar. I'll try it. Similar humor. And then I, I t finally told him, I go, I think I just like the idea of Gene Wilder more than I actually like Gene Wilder. Oh, that's so sad. I mean, I like Willy Wonka. Oh, I like yeah, the I movies he did with Richard Pryor, but that's because of Richard Pryor, not yeah. at all because of him. See, no, that could have been any evil, white guy. Stir crazy. I mean, <laughs> so, you like stir crazy, I love right? Stir crazy. That's yeah. probably my favorite out of the bunch. Okay, yeah. You know, yeah. See, there's so many good see, ones. See, no evil but, here, no evil. Like you said, that's that's yeah. a, kind of a funny one. The too. Woman in Red is another fantastic film. Richard Pryor in that. Tell me your favorite uh, Gene Wilder films below. They're all gonna say Willy Wonka. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, there's so many other good ones. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, there's, again, I'm going to talk about why I love it so much. But um, uh, I, there's something I wanted to start off with, but it was so slow. And, and, and I, there's a thing at the beginning of the movie where they go, uh, they're trying to, well, maybe I should get into it when we start going on about the movie. All right. Um, why do I even talk about that? I don't I'm not know. going to talk about I it, you know. Don't know. But anyways. But it starts off, the way it starts off kind of sets the tone. You got the big mansion, the lightning and everything. Oh, and and I, that's I, sort of what he was trying to do is make like an old dark house. Old dark house. Cat in a Canary, you know, old early yes. Universal movies. He's a big fan of those like 1930s, uh, you know, old Thriller old kind house. of. Yeah, not, I mean, I wouldn't even call like the old Dark House a horror film necessarily. It's, right, right. It's all it's borderline spooky. comedy. Spooky. It's, it's very tongue in cheek. Yeah, tongue little in cheek, spooky, yeah. little dark. But he was trying to make something sort of like that. Yeah, you can tell Gene Wilder he does love old Hollywood. And uh, even Young you Frankenstein, see, he used the yeah. actual sets from, um, you know, some of uh, the actual you know the early Frankenstein film from thirty one, thirty two, whenever that came out. I can't remember. Yeah. You know, so there's there's love there for it. And, and I can appreciate this that. is kind of like uh, you know 1930s kind of radio uh, mm. dramas that were like old time radio shows. That's his um, job. He's a radio star. He's a radio star, and you know, finally got the hit show doing like uh, thriller horror shows. So all of this stuff, if if you've watched all of our videos from the beginning to the end, or even halfway, you, you kind of know that that's. My thing, that's kind of what I love. I love old Hollywood, 1930s, 40s, old-time radio shows. You know, there's nothing like back in the day when there wasn't TV and, and people couldn't get out to the theaters and stuff. You turn on the old radio and you listen to, you know, you can listen to your comedy, your horror, your drama, but, you know, tons of great stuff. And, you know, Gene Wilder is a fan of this, and, and he kind of brought that to, the, kind of that vibe to the, to mm -hmm. this movie and he even tried to keep the same kind of 
uh, again, written, directed. So he, he kind of wanted to bring his, his that kind of style to the film. Uh, Shooting-wise, keep the kind of same effects that you would use back then. Uh, same kind of yeah. shots and stuff like that. Uh, e- even the point where um, they're fighting kind of on the steps and stuff like that. And he... Uh, during the fight scene, they speed up the film mm-hmm. just to make it look like more of a fight scene than yeah. it would have been if it was slowed down. And they did that a lot back in the 30s and 40s. They would yes. speed things up to make, you know, it flow a little bit better. Feeling a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah they so, did that a lot. <laughs> so, but but yeah, I mean, this this all you know kind of revolves around kind of a kind of a, a, a werewolf type um, character. So you know, it's 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 a comedy horror movie and. You know, so I, how does it? I'm trying to. So it starts off. They're doing the little radio show, and they're going to get married, right? Um, yeah. Gene Wilder and his co-star on the who, radio who show. Jer- Gene Wilder plays Larry Abbott. Larry Abbott. Yes. Little twist on Lawrence Talbot, kind of. I don't know. A little, Maybe a little uh, bit Abbott anyway, Talbot. Yeah. But um, yeah, and, and his his soon to be well, his fiance is is Gilda Radner played. Uh, plays Vicky Pearl, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, they're both actor and actresses, which there's a twist at the end that, you know, kind of is fun oh, that yes. plays into this. <laughs> Ted got a kick out no, of it. No, 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 I, I, oh, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see that little what thing there. What a twist that was. When I, I saw this, I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, mm. all right, there you go. A twist. Like lemon. Like a shama lama 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 But anyways, twist. yeah, it's, it's um, <laughs> basically those two, and they're... They're doing a radio drama as as the beginning kind of. You it's know. a werewolf story that they're doing. Yeah, it's, and um, there's a little break. They, you know, they talk to reporters because they're getting married soon. I forgot the name of the show that they were doing. Haunted Honeymoon. It was called Haunted Honeymoon. It was the name of the show that they were doing. Okay, yeah, yeah. You're, but I think it's it's the story under a broader scope of like tales right. of terror, thrilling. Yeah, that's what of, I was trying to think you of. Know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But. Um, then he starts to kind of go blank or go off the script. Well, the people are up in the, uh, like the advertisers. Yeah, who the sponsors. Back, sponsors back in the day. Well, it's still like that now. But right. back in the day with the old radio dramas, you know, they would, you know, they would pay for, you know, the, the broadcasting of each show each week for like a year. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, Brought to you by Camel Cigarettes or something like that. Or, it was or, always a cigarette. Yeah, it was here. always a cigarette back in the day. But um, Crest toothpaste. Yeah. Colgate toothpaste. <laughs> you yeah. didn't realize all this shit was still around. You know, right. It was around back then. We still yeah. use it now. But yeah, Booming right at that age when things started getting done. But uh, they're up there saying, um, you know, it's, it's, everything's gone well so far, but... You know, the show ain't over yet. Right, you know? and they, they seem to know so, that he always gets a little goofy at the end. Like, he can't get that big finish. And something in the storyline is saying, uh, you know, if you want to detect if your, you know, your lover's aware of, your husband's aware of, he'll stutter on the W's. Yeah. Words. I never heard that in any, van, you know, werewolf or vampire yeah. lore, stumbling on the W's. So in the stupid humor that I love. You know, they're talking back and forth, and, and he starts to say, like, woo, 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 woo. Right, he's not doing it the way he's supposed to. Yeah, and um, and, and he starts doing this as, as they're doing It's almost doing like he's the, lost. Doing the thunder and lightning mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Oh, well, it's, shaking the, the sheet metal to make the, the well, thunder sound. it's kind of like a, a, you know, a kind of a... I wasn't really sure what was wrong. Type. Yeah, was not it kind of pan- like a... Something like that, where, you know, you're not in the right frame of mind, and, and you go off a little bit, and... and you need to get hit backed into, you know, mm-hmm. scared straight again. 
And that's what they're going to do um, in this movie. Yeah, well, yeah, because you know, once they find out that, uh, oh my, oh, and he, there's a thing. He goes to the sound effects guy. He goes, um, he he goes, is my tie straight? Yes. What is with that gag? Um, I thought that was funny as hell. Well, he, he goes, is my tie straight? And the guy goes, your tie's fine. He goes, okay, but is it straight? Yeah. He does it twice, and I I didn't get what was. And the, he goes, um, what, what does he say again? The sound effect guy goes. Well, Gene straight. Wilder says, says it's straight, and he says, "Swear to God." Yeah, swear to God, <laughs> which I thought was funny for some reason. And he goes, "I swear to God," and, he, and then he's fine. So um, I don't get. It's it, a funny little dumb. It wasn't little, funny the first time he did it, and then he does it again later on. I thought it was funny, <sighs> and so will you. But um, oh, you oh. find out, you find out yeah, that to get um, roasted. who who's the guy, Doctor Paul Abbott, who's a big guy. He played who? And um, you Pluto and and the 1980. I told you that movie, which, right before the show. That, which that I him. am oh. a huge proponent. I love proponent Pop- or advocate. I just I really <laughs> love that Popeye movie. I did too. And I, I mean, that was a one a, one of the great adaptations of a cartoon. Well, you know what? It, maybe because hmm. my dad loves Popeye. He loves the old cartoon. Shelley Duvall. And he, my so dad didn't take us to movie. Oh God! <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. At the time that that movie came out, that, even to this day, yeah. That's the only actress I think that ever could have played olive oil. There, there's just no one else. Yeah, when enough. you when you look back, I'm sure they could have find found somebody no. that looked like that. But yeah, no, Shelley Duvall looked. Sounded. To this day, there's there's no one yeah. that I think could have done that. No, I know. And eh. Robin Williams pulled off, you know, a great part. <laughs> but my dad didn't take us to movies very often. He didn't like to go. But mm-hmm. he took me to that. Yeah. And I remember going to see that. Maybe that's why. But I still like it. I wish that had a Blu-ray. I'd, I'd buy it in a second. It's not on Blu-ray? No, goddamn, it's Son not of a on bitch. Blu-ray yet. I'd, I'd love to get it. But the character of Bluto played in that movie uh, is... I forgot is, the actor's name. Yeah, Paul Smith or something like Paul yeah. L. Smith or something. Yeah, yeah, Paul Smith, something like that. Uh, but anyways, he plays Dr. Paul Abbott in this, mm-hmm. and, and he, he's a big He's a relative, right? He's like, is he an uncle? Or? Yeah, I, th- I think that's exactly An what uncle? he is. He's, he's Gene Wilder's uncle, and, and he wants to, he comes through the door and he tells the, because they want to fire him. Yeah, yeah, he's one of the biggest actors in That's Hollywood. It, the, yeah, you know? the sponsor's like, fire him. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, it's the second time he's done and he, it. And the, Dr. Paul Abbott comes through the uh, doors and goes, Mm. He's always breathing heavy, and he's that, that, that's probably real. Yeah, yeah, it's probably real because he's so because <laughs> he's about four hundred pounds. Yeah, um, he, he goes. Um, it, the funny thing that well, not to you, but he, he goes, I want to scare him, and then there's a pause dun, 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 dun. to death, to death, and he says it a couple times. I, I get a kick out of that. I don't know. It's it's funny, you know, the little pause in between, and you, you know, you wait for it. And, it's funny in Arrested Development when they say, wait for it. <laughs> why, I don't know why that's funny there, but it's not funny here. I don't know. But his thing is he wants to get them, they're going to get married at Aunt Kate's big estate, the estate, the Abbott estate. Big, and I, big, for a second, gigantic I thought this mansion. was going to be the mansion from Rocky Horror because it sure kind of looks looked, a little bit like that. And, and I've seen it in a couple of Hammer movies too, the yeah. same one because the statue's in front, you know, the Scooby-Doo on acid, yeah. if you know Rocky Horror. And, um, it's the It's not that house, but damn, mansion I thought it was of a house. Yeah, yeah. When you saw it from a distance, I'm like, I think that's the house yeah. again. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a... 
recognizable, you know, mansion. I'll bet it's, it's been. I bet if we looked it up, I bet it's been in a movie that we've seen. Yeah, I sh- we should have looked that up. Mm-hmm. But but it's yeah, it's that mansion, man. It looks just it's a just a sprawling estate and perfect for the the haunted house feel that he wanted to get from this, you know. And uh, you know, Dr. Paul Abbott's you know job was to. Fixed Gene like Wilder, a, and it's going to be the whole family is going to be there. Yeah, and, and evidently and they want to they're scare all him in on it. Yeah. not all at first, or but no, he he some he of kinda, them are in on it. Yeah, some of them are like Montego. You don't know. You don't know right away. Yeah, like like we've we've got like um, Montego, who's who's married to another Abbott. Um, he's a magician, right? Yes, he's the magician. His eyes glow. The Egyptian magician. Very funny um, interaction between him and Rachel. Uh, who is the uh, the maid and the butler, little old lady? She she's played by Anne Way, who's in, she was, in old Hollywood. She was kind of funny. Yeah, and um, she was probably the saving grace of the movie. Man. Yeah, she was because she she's good. so odd looking. Her eyes are so close together. She was in a lot of movies back in she you know the forties and, and, and during that period. But yeah, kind of. And when she got, and, and her married. husband's the butler, Feister. Yeah. And, and I love when she's. I, I did love the part where she says uh, something like, "Yeah, oh, he's probably drunk as a skunk." <laughs> yeah, it's your typical like back in the day, and if, you, know, you would get that a lot in the thirties or forties in the movies where you know the maid and the um, butler, are, you know, the butler's always drunk. The wife's trying to always is the mm-hmm. you know they come as a pair, and they're always trying to get them on straight and narrow, and he's always drunk and, and he's doing got his this. little bottle. She takes it away. He's got another one, and but Fister, <laughs> uh, he, he can't. Um, well, he's kind of in and out with his memory and stuff like that. Yeah, but, I was going to say, why does he not recognize Larry at first yeah. when Larry and, and Vic, uh, Cause he, he, Vicky arrive? Yeah. But then after that, he recognizes him and recognizes him for the rest of the movie. I don't think he forgets who he is the rest of the movie. Well, he, he said something down in the basement that kind of, and then he came back. Maybe. I, yeah, who knows? This There's is a your show, little so. mem- dementia going on, I guess, a little bit, but who knows? But, man, how about those eyebrows on him, man? They were, were like, they were like gophers. Like a wolverine. Yeah, something It was like the Linda Hayden's on Blood from Satan's Claw. I mean, just oh. big, bushy eyebrows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're going to give these to the demon. <laughs> and and um, the flesh who do you get? You, you get Charles, who's his brother. Uh, who is who is? That's played by Jonathan Price. He's actually Jonathan a pretty, Price. Yeah, he's actually a pretty good actor. He's been um, yes. in lots of things. A lot of a few Terry Gilliam films. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. in uh, Brazil, you know, starring tea. role in, in Brazil. Um, believe he was in um, Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Yep. Maybe even Time Bandits. I just can't remember what he might have played in Time Bandits. I can't remember. If yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, but that's mostly where I remember. Jonathan from he's been in other stuff, but he, um, he and Terry Gilliam did several films together. Yeah, but he plays Charles, who's his brother, who mm-hmm. likes to, you know, go back and forth, uh, you know, with his brother um, Larry uh, Gene Wilder, and he's uh, married to Sylvia. Are they married? Or, or no, no, they're not they're married because he's Sorry. broke. Right, he's broke. He says he's he says, gonna... And she tells him, I'll marry you even if you had nothing. A hundred, no, she said a hundred dollars. He's like, oh, he goes, I wish I'd had wish that. I had a hundred dollars. But she's got the red lipstick on and she's one of those girls. You she's know, good where, to go. Yeah. Man, she was yeah. loosey-goosey. 
And the interaction between Gilda Radner and her during the, uh, you know, when they go to their rooms. Because, again. Because she was Larry's old girlfriend. Yeah. And when she sees him, you know, she gets that little fire down below. She kisses them all up and stuff. Fire down below. That fire. Oh, yeah. Water up above. Oh. See, the water puts out the fire. And then when Vicky sees all the kiss lipstick on him, he he says it was um, Rachel, the, 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 the old beady-eyed maid. And was that funny? Where she was so happy to see me. Pushes her, you know, to, yeah, oh, he, hey! He, she pops Rachel, up. Rachel, come on. <laughs> and she says something. She's like, you know, ye shall reap what ye sow. Because she heard, she heard him lying. Yeah, yeah. And he just grabs her and brings him towards her. <laughs> like, oh, g- get off me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's, there's a lot of funny little sequences and stuff like that, too. But, you know, another thing that I, uh, and I'll get a little serious here. Um, that I really enjoy about. So first off, Gene Wilder. I mean, I am just such a big fan. You, you know how big I of a fan I am of Woody Allen. Yeah. Uh, just it's like along those lines with Gene Wilder. There's mm-hmm. nothing too much that Gene Wilder can do that I have never liked. I like Quacks or Quacks or Fortune. Um, uh, that first movie. I'm trying to remember it, but. Everything he's done has been great. I, I, I just love him. He's he's a he's one of those guys that you just you know. You say he's your favorite actor? No, I didn't say that. I just I was just wondering. I mean, there's just something. I know about, you love him. So there, there's just something about him that just brings joy to me when I'm watching a movie, whether it be like I said, any of these, with Woman in Red, uh, Young Frankenstein. But then I you find out the story behind his life. I've, I've you know plenty of doc, documentaries about. You know his life and what he went through. And his—I mean, he wasn't a womanizer, but he fell in love. He's well, he's one of those romantics who fell in love a couple times in Hollywood, and there's always a story behind it. Uh, in an earlier film, Quacks or Fortune, um, there was a little boy in the town that followed him, and he—he he eventually never really had any um, children. Wait, I think he did have a child with a later wife, but anyways. He adopt, pretty much took this kid because he didn't have nobody, uh, and adopted him. And you know, Gene Wilder passed away not long ago, and kept hold, you know, with with this kid from that movie way back in the day, who's grown up now and considers him a father. Um, it just it, that's the type of guy he is. Now I'm losing people because. Uh, they're like, ah, I don't want to hear this pity. But no, he he eventually uh, married, found Gilda Radner. Uh, they met on the There's set. a hot piece of ass, let me tell you. <laughs> well, see, he, he he fell in love. He loved her her wit and, I mean, come on, Gene Wilder. He's, you know, he's, he's no... He's uh, no what? He's no Brad Pitt or something like that. No, I mean, he's yeah. not. So, um, but I, he, he, he met... Gilda Radner on a set of Hanky Panky, and um, and Hanky Panky ensued. Soon fell in love, and um, you know by this movie, 1989, they were full on uh, married. Um, full blown. She, she well, she's dealt. She dealt with most of it, and this is where the sadness kind of comes in, and you know she crooked touches me a little bit. Yeah, she died in in 1989, three years oh. after this film was. Uh, Shot during the filming of the show, she had a miscarriage. Uh, mm-hmm. th- she found out news that she was um, pregnant. Wilder's kid. Yep. Oh man. And lost the baby on during the filming. Right, because she had that ovarian cancer. But 
Which I was yeah. getting to, Sucking yeah. all them cigarettes, probably. Yeah, well, she, she had a problem. Mm-hmm. Once stardom hit, uh, well, most of her life, actually. I'm not going to say once Saturday Night Live hit, but most of her life she had, uh, you know, she, she was a bulimic. Mm-hmm. Um, suffered from that. I mean, sad stories of just, like, you know, the big bins of, like, vomit pushed in the back of closets and stuff that she would just go in. It just was very... Why did she keep it? Very disgusting. I mean, flush that shit. Well, that's the mental issues that she had and, and involved, you know. I don't know about any mental stuff, issues where you got to keep vomit. Ted, you, have you watched Hoarders? Have you have you seen any of those shows where people have Is there anybody OCD in that show problems? where they're keeping vomit? I saw people that kept shit and stuff. So same, oh. same line of... See, that's why I don't watch that show. I, yeah, I don't really either. But, you know, I... But anyway, I did watch it one time when my wife was having surgery because it was at the clinic. I'm just sitting in the waiting room. That's what was on the TV, and I didn't yeah. know how to change the channel. Mm. So I laid there and watched episode after episode. It was pretty depressing. Oh, no, it is. It's very so, depressing. That is the only time I've ever seen it. But, but after this movie was shot in 1986, soon after she felt she fell ill, Gene Wilder stuck by her side. This basically was the last film she made. Uh, she did appear on the It's the Gary Shandling Show. Um Two and a half years later, uh, just you know, because she she was fighting the cancer, she's you know trying to be strong. And came on there and did a little short thing. I think made a joke about cancer, and um, eventually. And then it got her. And eventually, yeah, eighty nine. Made a joke about it. Eighty nine died, and um, you know, G- Gene Wilder just loved her till you know, and even his films. How long did he wait before he got married again? Uh, I I can't remember. About six months something fell in love real hard again with this <laughs> you're such an asshole with this jamaican masseuse named reggie and uh <laughs> gene wilder all, he, he always masseuse. he always had a uh, you know he, he's always talked about it. if you if you listen to like some of the documentaries uh later on even after gilda died and stuff um what kind of name is know? gilda yeah, I'm just going to move Who on. Who names their kid and goes, gonna, I like the name Gilda. Going to move on from here. It's like Blanche. Um, Whoever thought Blanche was a pretty Tedman. name? Yeah, I, I, I hear you there. <laughs> but but the, the touching relationship, the way Gene Wilder is, Gilda Radner, the story behind what was going on during this film, is, I don't know, it's just a touching kind of A behind-the-scenes love story film. about a couple in love getting married in the movie. I get it. Okay, go on. Well, no, I, said, I, I get it. It's nice. There's a little bit of what was going on behind the scenes, falling in love, making movies, yeah, that weren't particularly successful, and um, <laughs> well, it's got a one percent on Rotten Tomatoes for God's sake, and I think that's from your review. Hey, you can, <laughs> again, you, you guys, you may like it, you may not. I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's like I said, it's a comfort thing for me. I love mm-hmm. it. Anything Gene Wilder does is, is great. I love this humor. If you like Mel Brooks kind of humor, you you probably will like this. And um, I, I, maybe I'm in the minority because I, I know I think people love well, it. Him. It's just people not, love Blazing Saddles, Young Frank, and I watch. I just I don't. It's laugh just at not all. your thing, and I get it. You know. know. Uh, so so. But I will always try. I'm recommending this movie, and that's why we're doing this. Hey, yeah, you know, we always pick the odd movies and stuff, but um, irregardless of if it's great or if it's not, we we go for it. So, um, yeah, I mean, this one, I'd I'd say give it a shot, especially if you're a Gene Wilder fan. 
Um, the story is 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 fun, and oh, they're doing these little things to try to scare him. I mean, it starts off with like a snake in the drawer. Yeah, when he first um, comes up, yeah. There's, there's um, well, it's a real snake, but oh well, yeah, yeah, it is a real snake at first. But then when they go and look in the drawer, it's just a stuffed snake. Yeah, and and I don't know how he got up on top of the moose head, got so scared. Yeah, got up on top of the moose head. You know, there's a wolf man because that's what they're talking about. That, that there's a curse. If well, we like, if we. We oh, didn't sorry. even talk about the very beginning when the mm-hmm. film first starts. Yeah. You know, the the it comes in and pans on the the uh, mansion and comes up to a window and you see uh, a maid being killed mm-hmm. at the window and banging op- on the window, opens up the window and flops down and the wig falls off yeah. and <laughs> comes back up and it's a guy with a knife in the back and a knife in the back and he he goes, what does he say? Something again? like. It's not what you're expecting, or something like that. Yeah, and then he goes, uh, and then it pans over a little bit, and then he comes up and he goes, uh, maybe, maybe it's a little bit what you're expecting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that, yeah. that was funny, and um, <laughs> but but then you get the the you know the shot of the werewolf and and Dom DeLuise, who yeah, supposedly the family has a curse. Who's in yeah? Who's and, in drag uh, and plays Aunt Kate? Now, okay, now, and you know I Dom DeLuise is usually. Really funny, and yeah. I, for some reason, I think he was all that funny in this movie. I'm you know, I mean, leaving everything. He didn't do much. He didn't well, do much. yeah, I, and Dom DeLuise is and he usually, wasn't he wasn't a big part of the movie. You know, if you've seen Fatso or Hot Stuff back in the day, I mean, <laughs> those were funny. Oh so. yeah, no, no, he, mm-hmm. Dom, yeah, no. He's, I remember going to see Hot Stuff at the drive-in. Hot stuff. Oh my god! <laughs> and you said Fatso. I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's some movies, man. Dom DeLuise. He was. He was 70s man, uh, you know, he, he had a couple of... of Even in the Muppet movie, he was the first guest yeah, star in, in the Muppet yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, in the rowboat in the swamp. Yep, yep. But, but you know, at the very beginning, he's, he's kind of... Aunt Kate, played by Dom DeLuise. Is, <laughs> and, and he, I forget who he, he... He mirrored his character from uh, a Barrymore. I forget her name from the early... Hmm. 30s film. Yeah, because that whole family was movies that goes way back to the silent era, in case yeah. you didn't know. So, not, so, it didn't start with Drew. <laughs> no. They go all the way back to Lionel and John. Oh, yeah. and Barrymore's, man. I, the very first Frankenstein was played by a Barrymore in a yeah. silent film. Yep, yep. So. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so he's he's right. He's, she's talking about her will and yes. that she's leaving... It, everything to Larry mm-hmm. Talbot and um, I mean Larry Abbott. Larry I don't Abbott. Uh, and but if he dies, cutting everybody all... out of the will, right. but he has to die yeah. for it to be yeah. divided amongst everyone else. So with them and, trying to scare and a guy overhears that, yeah, the the, the werewolf, the guy, werewolf guy, who's not really, excuse me. Well, we don't know. Yeah, by the end, we yeah. don't know. <laughs> but at uh, first, there's a werewolf that's you know. Hired, I think, mm-hmm. to take care of. But then the end's got scared. a little. Well, the almost the end, where it says almost the end. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe it was a werewolf. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, there's all these hijinks ensue to try to scare him. They've got uh, Gilda Radner in, involved in it, trying yeah. to be like a almost Salem's Lotish, floating outside yeah. the window in her wedding Mary, dress. Mary. And I thought that was like a dream or something at first, and then you realize oh. she's tied up on ropes. And you were falling in and out of sleep while you were watching. No, no, I just I was trying to figure out what was going on, and I didn't realize she was in on it. 
Oh, and, and when Dom DeLuise, like, just, his voice is just like, and he, he comes out in a slow tone, a no, low yeah. tone, and he goes, this house is cursed. cursed. <laughs> it's cursed. <laughs> I mean, just the way he acts. I mean, I, I love Dom DeLuise, too. Man. And they try to throw you some, some red herrings, like uh, the one, what's her name? She's a she's she's a Abbott. Um, she, oh yeah, and she comes in and uh, you know, she goes to pet the, the dog. One and the to, dog, the is, one married to Montego, the yeah, magician. and the dog's growling at her. So I'm thinking, okay, all right, maybe maybe it's her, you know. Yeah. And but no, it, it. Well, they had to throw their little. They I mean, throw the little yeah. red earrings at the MacGuffins here yeah, and there. They got to make you think it might be somebody else. And, and you know, I think they did a good job at surprising you. You don't uh, on, know on until who, the end. On who it is at the end. I mean, you know, I, I think they did a good job. But. You know, they even throw a dead body in his bed. And then when he goes to get out of the room, there's a brick wall there. Yeah. And yeah. then he closes it and then opens it back up. He can get out in the hallway. He's trying to get uh, Feister, I think. Yeah. And when he comes back, you see the body being dragged through a secret door. I mean, just to make him crazy. Yeah, know, they just... did some interesting things in, in the movie that... Now, what know, about the guy that was standing on the wall? Yeah, that was How the hell did that happen? I There's a no guy who almost looks like a... Def- I thought it was almost like a Frankenstein kind of character at first. Uh, just a deformed looking guy. And he's actually... Like if the head of the bed is here, he's actually standing. Yeah. And walking towards the bed. And, and Gene puts his hands on his face. He's putting his fingers in his nose. Going, I don't oh, know why he's doing oh, all that. For comedic reasons. Well, I know, I but mean, it's not funny. I thought... Because no one would do that. It's funny... When it, like like a Laurel Hardy film, like you could see people doing that. Well, I'm not putting anything down that we love like Lauren Hardy, but yeah. come on, some people think that's funny. But anyways, um, yeah. The, the, but I mean, the, yeah, I can watch the three suitors hit each other for three hours in a row. Right. I mean, but I, I just <laughs> I feel like yeah. there's something more sublime about that for some reason. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Comedy is very different, you know, and and we all love to laugh. Mm-hmm. And we do. It's it's funny how you know something that you think is so funny, I don't. Well, and there's see, there's it's not even like Laurel and Hardy funny. It's just I enjoy the films. Mm-hmm. It makes me smile. Right. I think that's the best way to say it. I'm not cracking up, but I'm smiling and I'm I'm enjoying it immensely. So I, I think that's kind of where I'm at with the film. Yeah. So, what? No, it's just, you know, I was just, <laughs> yeah. I was agreeing with, with that with that sentiment. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I love the laugh. And, and all the little things. A lot of things, especially modern comedies, a lot of, you know, sitcom TV shows. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I don't see what um, everybody else sees in it. And it's not that I'm a stick in the mud or anything, just, I, I just like different stuff, I guess, you know? I mean. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I grew I love, up watching a lot of British comedies and, yeah. and a lot of the older shows. You know, I mean, I still think The Honeymooners is probably like one of the funniest. I'm sure you agree too. You can, know? Can't disagree. One of the funniest shows ever. Favorite shows of all time Honeymooners, All in the Family, Three's Company, Sanford and Son, Sanford and Son, Three's Company. Sure. Yeah, those are, I'd say that's like, my I would top say, four. like, out of a long running sitcom, I'd say like probably Three's Company, I think is probably the yeah. funniest. And consistent, because I've watched it all the way through a few times. And Depends what mood you're in, too. If you, know? you if you feel like the old 50s black and white of the Honeymooners, then there you go. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but that was a sh- you know, short-lived. I mean, that was like a season, 30-some episodes. And it's a shit it. ton of uh, lost great... episodes, too, though, man. Oh, the ones. Because there was the, the Jack- holiday ones. There was Jackie the Jackie Gleason, Gleason show. show 
that put on a lot of these skits mm-hmm. before it was actually the Honeymooners. And there were bits and pieces and, and short segments, a lot of them 15 minutes, um, you know, throughout. They're on Amazon. You know, the did, lost episodes, they're all on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. So you can catch a lot of them. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that, but oh, yeah. they're, they're on there. Yeah. So and where where his wife was played by a different actress at the time, and I don't like her as much. No, I, she, I didn't like uh, either one of them. No. Uh, but I mean, the the one that he had in the, the in the show proper was perfect. But uh, Allison Trixie when when, when yeah. uh, Audrey Meadows and and, and uh, Joyce Randolph uh, took off from the show, and and. Jackie Gleason brought in the two other actresses. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't the same. No, it's just, no, no but matter the, what. And, and then to see it in color, yeah, that was on weird. Top too. of it was like some of the holiday, the Christmas one. I think. I tried to get into it. I mean, it, it's amazing how you can love something so much and then see them try to recreate it. Even well, he's with, got a mustache in some of them. I'm like, yeah, ah, that don't look right. Even with <laughs> Jackie Gleason and, and, and Ed Norton. Yeah, and um, played by. Um, Art Carney. Art Carney, duh. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a brain fart there. It's okay. Uh, you know, th- those two, even with them two there, the staple, it's just the color, the two actresses, just, mm-hmm. it wasn't the same. With but the classic 39, th- there's not a bad oh, one in the bunch. No. Not a bad one. There They're is all not. funny. Some are funnier than others. Heck yeah. But, and yeah, even though it takes place in, a, in an older time, not that long ago, but, yeah. you know, you know, 50, 70 years ago, you know, seems 65 like, years seems ago. Seems like a long... It's a lifetime I mean, yeah. for a lot of people, but... Different era, man. But the comedy mm-hmm. still stands, and oh, yeah. I can still, you know... Watch being it married and everything, I can still, you know, and having lived in small apartments and things, I can, I can relate to some yeah. of those things, and to struggling and not always having money back, you know, when you're first starting out, and, you know, that's funny. Three's Company, John Ritter made that show. I mean, oh. and, and and the peripheral characters were all pretty funny, too. So, in Sanford and Son, you know, you got Red Fox. And plus the writers on that show, you had Richard Pryor and Paul Mooney writing on that show. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and all in the family, like <laughs> We go to sitcoms. Well. well, I mean, we're talking about humor in general. Oh, no, no, right. You know, no, no. and, you know. They were that, all over the place. That, you know. That was funny, and I can't really tell you why something like a Mel Brooks or this film doesn't. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe because that humor is a little. I don't know if it's more sophisticated or grounded in hey, something a little bit more real. If thing, if 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 comedy just doesn't hit you, then it just doesn't hit right. you. Right, you can't. If, and it's if hard certain to explain. humor, you know, does yeah, like it's hard to explain. I why. can't explain why why I enjoy it so much. Like it's, I'll watch it's this so and dumb. Go, why does he like it? What is it? I can be. I in want a to know. And I, I can be in a room full of people, and I can I can see something Mel Brooks says that's so stupid, like the streets are crawling with soldiers, and they pan to the street, and the streets literally yes. just crawling see, with soldiers, that, soldiers, yeah. and you're like, that is the dumbest freaking thing I've ever heard or seen. But I'm looking at it, and I'm maybe cracking, because I didn't see these I'm when I was cracking up inside. I did not. I think the only <laughs> one of those movies I watched yeah. was Spaceballs. And I remember not liking Spaceballs because it made fun of all the movies I liked. <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> and maybe that had really, something to do with it. I no. really didn't care for it. It put you off. And I never, you know, I think my my father in law wanted to rent Blazing Saddles one time. You know, it was like you know Guys Night or whatever. Yeah. And I got it, and I mean, he's cracking up every. <laughs> and I'm just, I don't really get why this is funny, you know. And 
I think you get it and it hits that spot or it doesn't. Yeah. That's all. Well, I we mean, did Young Frankenstein and you it's know? one of our best rated shows. It's got tons <laughs> of views. Tons of views. Yeah. And I just, you know, there's a couple parts in it I thought were funny, but, you know, and Terry Garza vision in it and, and all oh. that. But, Woo. you know, I learned yeah. that. Yeah. But that's, you know. I, you know, I, but I like Mr. Bean. I mean, you know, what, what can I say? So you know? do I. Uh, I like Monty Python. Uh, Which is kind of, well, Mr. Bean, that's slightly more highbrow and funnier. I'd say it's like silent comedy. And, and yeah. plus, that, see, I grew up watching a lot of that because my dad was a big fan of silent comedy. Yeah. So I watched Buster Keaton and Harold Lloyd and, and Laurel and Hardy silent films and, and, you know, all those guys. So, I mean, I don't know. I just, I go more towards that and... Yeah. You know, or Jerry Lewis. I loved Jerry Lewis. Oh, Frank. Te- there, as stupid as some of his humor no, is. No, there's another guy you who, know. you know, we talk, Woody Allen, Gene Wilder. Jerry Lewis is, is, is right up there with them with For me. For some reason, I could watch I Jerry love, Lewis movies all the time. Yes, I love or everything. Or Don Knotts. Everything Jerry Lewis has mm-hmm. done. Don Knotts is another one. But, I mean, not to the point of Jerry. I mean, Jerry Lewis is just... Or the Carol Burnett the show. We're both big of fans like, of that. Yeah. You know, I could watch the Carol Burnett show. Well, you know... Um, what, what what got me with Carol Burnett's show is, is is Tim Conway. He made that show. A bunch of those yeah. are on Amazon. Me and uh, my daughter were watching them because she she yeah. and I was showing them Harvey Corman, uh, Thelma Hopkins. Who because we've always watched Mama's, Mama's family, family on like Me TV. Yeah, and I'm like, we'll get back to Haunted Honeymoon in a minute. And you know these are like 1968, 19. I'm gonna go. That's her. Yeah, I go. I know you can't tell. I go, but that's her right that's there. Her, yeah. You know, but yeah, I mean the one I saw. I think it was the first one with Tim Conway in yeah. it. Yeah, and. He's just gold. He, I mean, oh, my God. And he did a... I know, we're going off here. It's but he right. did a, a, a hey, dentist one. Talk about whatever. Yeah. And I think Mr. Bean ripped that off because he ends up getting his... Uh, injecting his leg with the numbing stuff and yeah. getting all... His legs getting all wobbly and everything. Oh, and Mr. Yeah, Bean's right. got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, he's got an episode. The same thing happens. Comedy yep. is always... Taken from the past. But seeing the mean, Brit, you know, the Brits may not have you know had Carol Burnett. I don't know, so maybe they didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, the Carol Burnett show with Tim Conway is just—he's fantastic. Yeah, but. so I can't really say. You know, I mean, nobody else in my family really cares about Jerry Lewis. I mean, I, I have the kids watch. I go watch the Bellboy. It's fantastic. He doesn't say one word. Find me one other comic actor that can do that. All the other, <laughs> even the older stuff, man, with um, him and Dean Martin mm-hmm. uh, pairing up in the Army Now and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, they're fantastic. Um, but They were the Beatles yeah. before the Beatles were around. I mean, oh, they were huge. Yeah. Dean Martin, their Jimmy hotel was? rooms, the, the streets would be crowded with people, mm-hmm. you know, when they Heck were in yeah, town man. doing a show, doing a live show or a movie premiere or something yep. like that. Yep, yep. They were huge. Tim Conway, the funniest thing, if you look up Harvey Corman and Tim Conway skits mm-hmm. on YouTube, you could find them too, uh, where he plays the old man, um, is fantastic. Funniest thing ever. There's a dressing room scene with Tim Conway as the old man, Harvey Corman getting dressed for a, you know, getting on stage. All of the comedy that Tim Conway does in that sketch in a short 15 minutes I don't think it's up there as one of the funniest sketches of any kind that I've ever seen in my life. Every time I watch it, I crack up laughing and cannot stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Wiggins is another one uh, where Carol Barnett plays a secretary, and Tim Conway's a little, you know, he's got this little belly and a little 
hair piece that keeps falling over, and he's <laughs> Mr. Wiggins. Um, you know, funny yes. every single episode. But anyways, and he's from around here, so we like him a little bit more. He yeah, used to be on this. Cleveland he would be area. on Chagrin Falls actually, and he would be on yeah. Big Chuck and Little John sometimes if well, he was in town in and stuff. You know, so we saw him a little bit more. I but think. haunted honeymoon. Um, again, I was having more fun talking about the other shit. No, I know. <laughs> no, I know. Well, we'll wrap this up here a little bit. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of just a you know f- fun thing. You know, it, again, the, the take on the the old haunted house movies, uh, you know, from the forties and stuff, are in this kind Even of movie. Even the dumb you know? police show up. The I like how they're driving show. around and. And they see some, some lights or something flashing. I go, yeah. isn't that the old Abbott place? Yeah. It's like, you have to say that? I mean, it's right, the, right. how many mansions you got in this town? Uh, that big, <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> and they go in, they're just, they're complete dunce, yeah, dunces. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what, what was it? He, who is he dancing? He's, he's dancing with the dead guy. with with uh, uh, Out in the in lawn. In the basement or on the lawn. There are two dead people. You know, it's, it's the... That maid guy in the very beginning, and then Francis Jr., who likes to dress up as women, evidently. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the guy later in the basement who gets it, uh, who was playing the werewolf to kind of, who was paid to kill Larry yeah. so that everybody else right. could get their inheritance. He ends up getting killed by somebody else who takes on the werewolf mm-hmm. kind of. Is yeah, a, we find out it was just makeup. Is it a we- real werewolf that killed this fake werewolf? Or I mean, we don't know because of the twist on the end. But you know, it, that's kind of going on. And, and yeah, the scene where um, the two bodies were uh, things start to pick up here. You know, like like in any other movie. And Gene Wilder's being tricked and tried to be scared on everything, and makes his way out into the on the lawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, he the cops are coming and they're looking around. And he's holding up realizes the body. who he is. Yeah. And, Can I get an autograph? And he's sitting there, you know, dancing. This is my wife, Vicky. He's holding the dead That's body. Vicky in his Pearl. Arm. And Fist, Fister is on the bench with the other dead person, mm-hmm. going like this, kind of like Clue, which yeah. which has you know Gene Wilder. It was kind of a little inspiration. It kind what was of the like part the where the legs thing. are sticking out and, and Gene Wilder's just standing up? Oh. And he's, when he's okay. That was a little. Funny Fister with the fell legs. in the like this cold bin, you know, and and Gene Wilder was in there. And the way the legs, Fister's legs were over. So this is where he practices, he yeah. rehearses. <laughs> Except for the rats, that's really the worst part about well, it. Well, and Gene Wilder, like, kind of puts his robe over, like, those are his legs, and the cops come down, and, and he, you know, he, he starts hollering, like, murder, murder, you know, yeah. saying, murder. this is the noise you heard. That's what people used to do back in the day. Murder! Murder! <laughs> it's bloody murder. Out in the but, streets of Whitechapel. But yeah, I mean, all of this stuff ensues, and and Larry even gets buried alive, you know, at one point when everybody comes out. um, Little Edgar Allan Poe there. Yeah, everybody comes out, and Aunt Kate, Dom DeLuise, uh, is the one that, I'll stay behind, you Mm -hmm. know, and sits down there and and finds out because the dog starts digging up where he was buried and, and, you know, lets him out of the coffin and, and... I, I guess, you know, you know, he's, he's scares free. him to death. <laughs> you know, maybe he's fine now. I don't know, but but uh, running after, uh, but oh, and meanwhile, during this take is when you start, and it's towards the end of the movie, where you find out who the person trying to kill Larry is, mm-hmm. and it ends up being because uh, Charles Jonathan Price, mm-hmm. uh, Larry's brother, is in kind of the kitchen calling the police. 
You know, and he's talking to him, a conversation. Well, before going that, on. you see a, a gloved hand with a clipper Snip. cut the phone cord. Yeah. And, and um, Vicky, Gilda Radner, is in the kitchen watching him talking on his phone, and she drops something, and she looks down, and she sees the phone cord cut. And That's she goes, it. She gets up and goes, and of course, he picks up on it, and then he. And he's know, having a whole conversation. Her. Oh, yeah. Evidently. But she knows it's yeah, fake. Yeah. And, 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 you know, the chase ensues, and that's when, you know, Larry comes running in, you know, mm-hmm. through the castle. I mean, the mansion, whatever. Castle, fine. And, um, you know, follows him, you know, gets him on the stairs. The fight ensues up the thing. And um, Dom Deloise, Aunt Kay, shoots him through the window. Yeah. And he falls out, and, and she goes, That was. Wait, what's she about what my it? vase? That was my most. Ex- that, wait, it was that, a, like a five thousand dollar vase. Oh, that's what she says. That that's was a five thousand dollar vase, <laughs> and and only one of three yeah, in the only world. Th- one of three in the world. And um, I forget. Fister says something, but it it doesn't matter. Um, she shoots him, and he falls out. And you know, uh, you know, we're basically at the end of the movie. That's kind of. What happens with this movie, and spoilers if you haven't seen it, mm-hmm. um, the very ending of the movie, uh, it, it kind of switches to them in the studio. It was all a performing show. the sh- haunted honeymoon. And Dom Deluise that is was there. just the played out. Are there. Yeah, and Dom Deluise isn't in drag. They're all there, kind of joking, laughing, talking in the mic and stuff, and winding things up because they're getting ready to go on their honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they really are getting married. And um, end up, you know, shoving off, you know. Shove off. You know, and, and the ending of the movie is the car driving away, and the werewolf yes. turns around when it says it's almost yeah, over. He says something like, was it real, was it not, or something. And then he turns around, and it's the werewolf. Yeah. So you don't know. Maybe the werewolf was real. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's the movie. I mean, it it's just a movie that's got this feel to it, and you know, kind of old. Was it a successful Hollywood. movie at all? I don't, I don't. It was a bomb. Was it? Yeah. It, Is this the only film he directed, or did um, he direct other films? No, he did. He he directed other films. I'd have to go on the IMDb to okay. tell you exactly yeah, you which do. one again. Um, but. Yeah, this this was his last written and directed movie, mm-hmm. uh, I do believe. Um, but um, yeah, and with everything that happened right after, I mean, Gilda had three years of cancer, uh, battle with cancer, and ends up dying in '89. So um, you know, and then he started getting a little bit older. His his movie movie started slowing down. Uh, if you look before this movie, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, movie yeah, he movie, was movie, always movie, movie 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 always you know something. growing up yeah. They, he was yeah. always around yeah. when we were growing up. But yeah, I mean, this just and then a, ended up what complications from Alzheimer's, right? That's at the know, very at end. The end yeah, yeah. Two thousand sixteen, he passed. So yeah, but on four years. I know. Jeez, four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember watching a, a documentary with him walking around with Alec Baldwin, um, just going on talking about uh, his life and everything else, Gilda, other stuff. But um, you know, at least he had. Most of his, you know, mind up until you know his his eight, early eighties there, and then you know I think things started you know going. But um, yeah, I mean, just a great guy, great actor, and this movie is just uh, kind of a warm movie for me, and uh, one I would recommend watching. And if you're feeling down, it's raining outside. Mm-hmm. 
poppin' haunted honeymoon. And uh, let me know what you think, if you like it or not, you know. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's our recommendation this uh, week or a review talk about. Yeah, we we really don't do reviews, do we? We we kind. I mean, I, we kind our of reviews do. go long. Yeah, it's it's just kind of a banter back and forth. I mean, I, I'm always and wondering we do our tangents. Yeah, I always wonder whether to even call this a review or a vlog or, or what the hell you would call yeah, it. Just, like, it's a discussion. It's a yeah, square I mean, table discussion. A square table. Rectangular. <laughs> rectangular. Long and rectangular. I think this table is eight feet long. Is it? I think so. Probably close. Yeah, eight feet long. Bless. Look at that. We Bless need us. a big turkey in the middle and oh, goblets. And some, I want to drink mine out of a ram's horn. Drink <laughs> yeah. Drink out Me of at one end, you <laughs> at the other. Yeah. It's like the table at Valhalla. Can't, can't wait to <laughs> s- switch things up here a bit and... With the set and stuff, and right. thing big things coming, but big things saying nothing about it now. Who mm-hmm. knows? May quit next week. I don't know. <laughs> May say to hell with it. <laughs> what will I do on Tuesdays? With the, with the way this, hey, I'm just glad to be here with Ted talking That's about right. these movies Gets and me you, out of the house. who okay. are here, watching here. these with us. You know it's. But yeah, right, but next week we'll have a cool one. We're yeah. gonna do uh, the new Color Out of Space with Nicolas Cage, Richard Stanley directing, H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, uh, we finally got a chance to watch that, so we're gonna talk about that. He's I'm seen it. Excited. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. So so I we'll yeah yeah. It's so that'll be next. Still week. hitting yeah. some theaters, and it should be out on Blu-ray and digital next month. Uh, but um, I want to talk about it while it's fresh in my yeah. head. Yeah. So fresh, uh, fresh. talk about it, compare it to the story, compare it to Die, Monster, Die, which was the original filmed version of it. And there was a 2010 version of it, uh, German produced, mm. which is on uh, a couple of the streaming channels to watch for free. So, yeah, well, uh, mein Gott, space. I think it's in English, but it's just oh. from like German produced, whatever, like the actors and everything or. And then they say on set that they just uh, they made everybody like there's a certain drug or something like that you can give somebody to make them go colorblind, and they were like messing with their heads. Mm, might be interesting, you know, just to make the movie <laughs> them all hits of acid flow better. They said it's not purple. It's not they all green. huffed hairspray or something. <laughs> huffed hairspray. But that'll be next week. <sighs> Fluorocarbons. Yes. Okay, so. Uh, yeah, speaking of color out of space, that, that's right. Sort that, of. That's not purple. That's magenta. It's a color I've never seen before. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, thanks for hanging with us, you guys. And until next week, mm-hmm. see ya. Just me, or is it getting crazier out there?